Okay. Here we go. Okay. Welcome to Awake, Jenny Nesbitt. Uh, this show that I haven't known in a while, so it's really nice to have you here. My my whole purpose for the show that that I had started a while ago and have been on sabbatical doing not this show uh, has been to support an awakening that's that is happening out in the world and to to support healers that are doing this wonderful work in in whatever particular way that they're doing it healers and light workers and wonderful people like you so thank you well thank you for having me i'm excited to be here yes i am too and this is a, a wonderful um union because uh we're related yeah <laughs> uh, so uh, for those of you, you are my want... favorite cousin. Wait, <laughs> don't tell my other cousins. That's Hopefully, right. they're not watching this. Yeah. Yes, we're real life cousins, so it's wonderful. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it seems like uh, uh, extremely spiritual people, like strange spiritual people, like I would consider myself really out there, and uh, it's it's kind of a a wonderful, uh, uh, just incredible union and coming together that you would find someone out there someone someone out there like yourself and then have known your whole life and have no idea like oh my gosh i know right <laughs> because you've had you've had these uh this this gift your whole life and you've been uh basically ignoring it or uh, yeah keeping it to myself yeah keeping it to yourself well good well let me let me tee it up a little bit so uh jenny Nesbitt is an intuitive life coach and an Akashic record reader. So intuitive meaning comes to you. It's not scripted or figured out. It just comes in to you and through you. And then the Akashic record is basically the, the record of all things that have ever been or ever will be. Uh, it's the re recording, the depository of all of that. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so you can go in basically in your sessions and read whatever uh, spirit or whatever the guides would have you read for the person that you're with. That's yeah, yes. what it is. Oh, yeah, wonderful. That's what it is. And, and, uh, you can, if, uh, just as a, a, a quick blip here, you can also reach her directly. Even if you're already excited, you can find mm -hmm. any at metamama.net, M-E-T-A-M-A-M-A.net, metamama. So I just had the opportunity of, uh, doing a wonderful, uh, a reading or you you gave me a reading and man it was euphoric uh i felt like i was with you we went to a past life of mine we went to an in-between life and uh, you you uh you let me know what, what the guides had to say to me and it was uh so encouraging and so emotionally charged and it met me right where I was at. It was it was almost as if it was perfect, perfect timing. So first of all, thank you. It is <laughs> always. <laughs> so thank you, first of all. And uh, I just wanted to publicly get out there. This is a testimonial. Of what, wow, what an awesome experience! And thank you. it seems like uh, this would be good for anybody, anyone, because it's Absolutely. it's what the guides would say for you right now, right? It's not like you need you need it necessarily, but it's perfect for wherever we're at. What's for me anyway? Oh, it is for for everyone. I have never ever ever done a reading where uh, 
they don't feel exactly the way you feel. Um, and that's because it is our spirit team. It is our guides. Um, you know, the archangels show up sometimes. I have ancestors. Um, Mother, Father, God is there. So they know exactly what is happening in your life right now. And they also know what has happened before. They know what your purpose is. They see it. They see the whole picture, you know, without judgment, without criticism, without the fear, the worry that we give ourselves. So it is absolutely always the right thing to hear at the right time. Mm. Yes. Well, that is true for me. Absolutely. So let's, let's talk a little bit about um, awakening. This is the point of, uh, well, at least the title of the show, we call it awake. Mm -hmm. And um, what, what is it to be awake? What, what is that uh, experience or even that word in, in this context mean as in your experience doing the work that you do? So to me, being awake means knowing that your soul is eternal and that you are an aspect of mother, father, God, and that we are here on schoolroom earth to learn and that we are absolutely 100% unconditionally loved and supported and never ever alone. That's mm -hmm. what awake means to me. Yeah, that's beautiful. I love that. And be, being awake, uh, what, when, when we wake up, so to speak, what, what are we, what are we supposed to do? I mean, what's the point of, of being here? Is, is there Sorry, a point? I, I, it's hard not to laugh because sometimes when you become awake, it's chaotic, <laughs> right? It's messy. Mm -hmm. It's a lot. Um, it's not necessarily like um, when you have a spiritual awakening, because I feel like I've always been connected, but I really had a major, major spiritual awakening in um, 2016 when I was in a very low place and I was very depressed and I literally dropped on my knees and begged for help. Mm -hmm. And I was given a gift. The next day I woke up and everything looked different. Although nothing in my life had changed, everything looked different. I could see colors brighter. I could, you know, I noticed my children's laughter more and it was just such a wonderful feeling. And then I went to sleep that night and I woke up and I was in the same place again of feeling depressed, feeling unhappy with my life, feeling lost. Mm -hmm. And I just knew that I wanted to get back to that place that they showed me. Mm -hmm. And since then, that's when I discovered, you know, health coaching and energy medicine and just really, uh, you know, focused on my spirituality. But in that time of my awakening, although it was so beautiful and I saw life in a, you know, better perspective, a more positive perspective, there are lessons you need to learn. There are wounds that you need to heal. And so that can be heavy, you know, and, and as a physical person that can be really heavy. There can be a lot of, um, 
hard emotions. There can be a lot of relationships in your life that don't align with you mm -hmm. that need to fall away. Mm -hmm. And that's difficult. So, um, oh, awakening is, it's, I like to say that it's beautiful, but it's messy. It's mm -hmm. a beautiful mess, you know? And I don't think that we necessarily stay there. I think that if you really put in the work that you get to a place of maybe uh, less mess, you know, more contentment uh, because you, because you did the work. Yeah. And uh, that's why I think what I do is so important and why I wanted to start sharing it with other people is because I'm able to go into uh, maybe where an issue um, originated, right? Where a belief started. And just by even uh, the client seeing that or realizing it can heal the wound. You know, I have a lot of um, the angels do a lot of energy healing within my sessions, especially when we do under uncover a really um, powerful wound that has been following the person. They will on the spot give them an energy clearing to help them release that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you did that. Uh, they did that with me mm -hmm. during our session. Mm -hmm. yeah, that was that was that was wonderful. And one of the things that, that I got from your reading with me was it wasn't like something had to change in my life. It was, it was more of, of a perspective of where I'm at is, is good, where that where I'm at is, is good. And, and it's, it's okay. Cause one of the things that, that I um, suffer with, I, I inflict myself with is, is I'm not doing enough or things aren't enough or the outside expression isn't what I isn't what I want it to look look like mm -hmm. and so it was really it was really nice uh you you had given me the metaphor of uh of riding on the tortoise mm -hmm. yeah so it was I'm like okay I could ride on the tortoise mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. well and when you were riding on the pace. tortoise although it was so slow you were right you were absorbing all the beauty around you right yeah yeah, so so that was good, and I'm sure a lot of people, uh, they're miss just like me. We're missing all the stuff that is beautiful and that is working or that is perfect. Because you're too focused on that the tortoise isn't moving fast enough. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm not where I, I I'm right here, but I want to be over there. Yeah. I want to be here. I want to be mm -hmm. here. It's like, yeah. yeah. Hurry up, tortoise. It's like being Instead. being stuck in traffic. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Is it going to be really better? Is my life really going to be better if I was up where that car is? I know, yes. right? If I was up there, I would be better. I would be happy. Yeah. yeah. But then look at all the scenery you would have missed, right? Remember all the scenery that was around you and you even yeah. stopped to talk to the, the group of beings that were there and enjoyed them and, you know, their company and you were enjoying the sights around you. So it is a metaphor of just in enjoying the journey of life and the process. And even when I was saying, you know, awakening can be messy and, um, you know, emotional, it's also so beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's so beautiful to even experience the depth of the emotions and really see the gravity of the lessons that we're learning. Mm -hmm. So you, you've had this gift uh, your whole life. What's your first memory of, of uh, the, well, the basics of your gift is being able to see into 
into your other lives. Uh, what, what, how about describe your gift and what's your first memories of it? Well, I would say my first memories um, were not of past life memories, but of a spirit guide that I had and her name was Shelly and she was there all the time. And it was like my imaginary friend but uh, now I, I mean, she, I see her now, you know? Um, so I know now that I was just very much seeing uh, one of my spirit guides mm. and it was very, very vivid to me. Um, I can, it's interesting to explain because like, I can see them. I can see my guides. I don't see them with my physical eyes, but like I see them with my mind's eye, but I know where they are. So it's kind of a hard thing to, to describe, but so she was, she was there a lot. So that would be my first memory of that. And then when I was um, about 18 or 19, I had a dog that I was very, very close to. And uh, it was technically my boyfriend's dog. And I had a little, um, you know, duplex with my boyfriend. And he was talking about putting her down because she was very old and, um, you know, but she was my baby and I took care of her. So anyways, I was very, very upset that he was talking about putting this dog down. So I sat on the deck and she was a big dog and I put my arm around her and I'm crying. And all of a sudden I'm seeing these images of her being my horse and it just like the emotional connection to it. And this knowing that she was my horse and probably other animals or, you know, has been in my, has been with me much, much longer than this life. What's interesting about that is that I was raised Christian and I did not know anything about reincarnation uh, it was not a concept that I had really thought about at all so because I had these memories about with the, the dog however and side note she did not get put down I did not let that happen anyways um, <laughs> it made me curious about reincarnation so I, I started researching it and reading books about it and um, I even did a college paper on it and um then I just started having memories pop up, usually when I was sleeping, and it was kind of a slower progression, but then when I hit my spiritual awakening that I was talking about in 2016, things took off. I, I asked for help, and I got it in a big, big way, and um, I started having past life memories, and I was not intentionally seeking them out. I wasn't going into the records. I didn't even know what the records were. I'd never heard of that title ever. And, uh, but it would just start happening to me in waking hours, uh, in dreams, you know, I would just have memories and they're always very emotionally charged because your guides will only show you, uh, things that are meaningful, you know, that need to be he healed. They're not going to just show you everyday nonsense that doesn't matter you know so it was always like an emotional journey uh whenever these past life memories would would come up and for me it would be like over the course of a few months at least where they would show me a little bit and then a little bit more and then a little more and then I'd have to you know I'd meditate and what are the lessons and who are the people involved and um that sort of thing so it wasn't until um 
that had already been happening. And then I was in a bookstore and I asked my guides to lead me to a book, whatever book. And they took me to a book about the Akashic Records. And that was the first time I had heard that term. And I remember reading it and she was talking about how some people are meant to guide people into the records, that they were invited there, they're meant to be there. And just the whole book I just felt was speaking to me so clearly. Uh, so that's what introduced me to the records. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of snowballed from there. I just mm -hmm. was doing it on my own for myself. And then my best friend was the one that was like, you need to do this for other people. I'm like, I can't do it for other people. It's like, yeah, yeah, you can do it right now. So she made me give her a reading on the spot. And I was just blown away by how much came through. I didn't realize that I could do it for somebody else that wasn't me. So that's it. That's where I'm at now. Now I'm just giving readings to people all the time. And, and it's such a beautiful experience because I always receive healing from their readings. I receive what their lessons, right? I get to learn from, from what they experienced. So right. I just feel very, very blessed to have this opportunity to do this work and to help people. I have people, you know, email me and text me and just say, wow. I mean, it's just made such an impact in my life. Even for the weeks to come, things start to unfold. They start to realize things. They start to be more open. They, I think they also are able to see themselves in a more compassionate light because they were able to see how their guides see them. Mm, yeah. I, I experienced that for sure. There's a there's a monk, his name is uh, Thich Nhat Hanh, and he is a, he's a Vietnamese monk, a really sweet guy. And he was talking about reincarnation, and he was talking about how a lot of people see reincarnation as um, almost like punishment, like things come around and you get to, you get punished by whatever, you know, you have this, the result that you have to deal with is because you were bad in some other life. And he, mm -hmm. he was saying that, uh, he was saying that he sees it more of a rematerialization there's just these same parts that we have that you know it's not like one thing isn't you and one thing is you but you you kind of repurpose it for whatever reason there's these different reasons mm -hmm. and it wasn't necessarily that anybody's being punished it's more just like oh you can we can just rematerialize or re-put together these different parts and have this life so you can have this experience maybe for no other reason than to have an experience or to learn something or uh, mm -hmm. have have you experienced uh in in your work that one one versus the other i mean are, what what's the deal with reincarnation or rematerialization is what's well, i can i completely agree with the theory of the monk uh, there's i absolutely don't believe any of us are being punished um i think that we are all I, I definitely see, especially in my life, because I'm able to see it more, is when I start seeing, when I see a past life and then afterwards, you start seeing how it did repurpose itself in this life. And that part's kind of trippy, you know, because you think like, oh, it's a completely different situation, but not really, right? Because the there's a lot of, um, I don't know, a lot of the things are, are, are similar or they create the same emotional experience or you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I believe that uh, the, the aspect of reincarnation is just um, to learn, to grow, um, to, uh, to get 
healing. Um, because I mean, I've seen that people can change very, very much. Their egos can change very, very much from one lifetime to the next. And um, it seems like, I mean, from my own experience, souls do tend to um, evolve, become kinder, more compassionate, you know? And so um, it is important to, to repurpose and have the same characters sometimes so that both parties are able to heal, that both parties are able to be more compassionate this time around. Not that all souls do, you know, <laughs> not all souls take the assignment, but you don't, the other cool thing is that you don't need the other party to participate for you to get healing and for you to evolve. You know, if you're put in that situation with another soul that there has been a wound that needs to be healed and the, the one soul is not want to, you know, do that. It's, it's okay. You can do that all on your own and they can have their own journey. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why it's also important to kind of know when your soul contract is up with somebody and maybe it is time to end a relationship uh, whether that's romantic or, or not, you know, and not hang on when um, you're evolving and, and they're, they're not. So uh, to me, I just see it as, um, as a curriculum, mm -hmm. you know, I think we're here to learn. And I think the lesson is to be as loving and compassionate as possible. Mm. Do we, do we travel in soul groups? and travel. I say oh, travel. I, I really believe that. Yes. Yes. And, um, I've seen it just in my own, you know, stuff. And I mean, I have, a, there's a lot of people in my life that comes up that come up in my, um, past life readings. And I've had some very interesting things where, uh, I've had clients come in and I was in their reading and it turned out we had been in a past life and it like connected us, you know? And so, so yeah, I, I definitely believe that we are in, that we are in soul groups. So it's almost as if, if someone is important in your life, whether it's you like them or you don't like them, but they're right. a substantial figure. Absolutely. Uh, there, there might be a good chance that they're part of your group. Absolutely. I would say, especially at this point, in humanity, I would say everybody that is meaningful in your life and definitely doesn't have to be in a positive way. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> You're yeah. definitely and going to be in meeting those people again that were difficult. That's Absolutely. just my, my judgment of positive, right? I'm going to call something negative and just because yeah. I don't like it, right? But is it is it really a bad thing? Of course. I right? mean, I've I've heard I've heard the theory that um some of the most the more negative or difficult people in your life are actually souls that love you the most because they want to give you this opportunity to learn this lesson and evolve mm -hmm. yeah they, they gave their whole life to be an asshole for you it's like yeah. what a what a wonderful uh gift <laughs> my whole life i've chose to be i mean if we are this wonderful glorious pure soul that's yeah. a that's a huge gift to to you know rematerialize i'll use that word into and have your life really through the filter of the asshole so it's a well and i think sometimes I think, for you 
Yes. And I think sometimes what happens is, and I've, I've experienced this too, is that, so you do have your higher self, right? You have your pure soul aspect of yourself and they are the ones that make these soul contracts and say, okay, my ego in the past lives has been a real asshole and I'm going to continue to be an asshole. So to teach you this lesson, but my, but as their higher selves, they want them to also grow and to, to learn maybe, um, you know, that they're causing pain by their behavior. And sometimes their egos are just not connected enough to their higher self to really hear that guidance. And so I don't think my personal opinion is I don't believe that any soul just wants to be, you know, a problem the whole time. I think that they want them to see what the problem is and evolve. I just think sometimes it's such a, a big leap for the ego that they're not able to do it in a lifetime. Mm. Yeah, I got it. What, there's, there's a lot of plans that may not work out perfectly when, when you hit earth. Right? Know, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The bail. soul is like, all right, we're going to do this. And then they're like, oh, okay, they're not, they're not listening yeah, yeah. to me. <laughs> One of the things uh, in the reading that you did for me was uh, <clears throat> I was a I was a guy in the woods or you know out in out in the prairie lands before it was it was civilized and there's a town and I guess and I was with my family and and uh, I got bit by a rattlesnake and I knew I was going to die and I was stressing out about uh, about them being able to take be able to be taken care of and we were we were talking earlier about how these lessons kind of keep on. Mm -hmm. coming over and over again and one of the one of my lessons that comes up for me all the time is trust trusting god trusting spirit uh trusting that what i have right now is exactly what i require trusting that who i'm with is 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 my opportunity is my is my opportunity to enjoy their presence to be helpful in any way that comes up you know it's like right here is all is always the thing and so it was it was just so interesting to see that that guy and feeling the angst that he had because I was I it was, was intense that I part was, was intense it. yeah I was in it I was experiencing it as as you brought me there and I'm like that's how I feel I'm like wow I guess that's that's a uh, something that's just coming with me again I get a chance to to work on it again because I I still feel that angst a lot and I'm not bit by a rattlesnake and my my family's not going to die in the woods. <clears throat> it feels like that I put that kind of pressure on myself right all the time mm -hmm. and um it's incredible so these kind of things we we get opportunities to learn them and absolutely and and how do we know so I say that to say um how do we know what those things are I mean how can we how can we know what those lessons are because I'm so wrapped up in my life that I'm not even sure you know it's the fish doesn't know what water is because it's all that it sees is water so it doesn't even know what water is it doesn't know water exists why well, I have the same kind of thing where I don't even know that challenge this thing that I'm doing to myself is even there I just think well this is this is just how it is right how do we find these lessons that are blind to us even though it's everywhere we look right well, I mean, from my own experience and, um, you know, I've, I've just 
been shown it. So for me, it's through connecting to your intuition and your spirituality and asking to be shown what are the lessons I need to yeah. learn. Um, so step one, get a reading. I know. I mean, I hate to say that. I just feel like I don't have a great answer because uh, I, I'm talking from my perspective and I've been giving the gift to um, really be shown it quite literally. Yeah. You know? And so, and I don't, um, I'm just like anybody else in the sense that I don't see this uh, until they go, oh, here you go. Here's the memory. And you go, oh my gosh, that's what's going on here. Mm -hmm. And then when I see what's going on here, I'm able to to um, learn the lesson or uh, heal it. I really feel that healing is the appropriate word mm -hmm. because um, I think that it's when you go into the past lives and you go to your past selves, the healing part of it is to give that past self compassion and love and welcome them back to you, which is called soul integration. I don't know if you've heard this term. And I believe it's kind of like what ancient shamans would do in the sense of like going and they would find, right? Like fragments of yourself that mm -hmm. had been lost somewhere. And so that's kind of how, that's how I feel. That's how I experience it. That's how I heal it is that I use, you know, I give forgiveness where forgiveness needs to be given. Forgive everything, even the unforgivable is a good thing to say, because sometimes it feels unforgivable, hmm. but it really makes a difference if you forgive it anyways. And like I said, giving compassion to that past self and also seeing uh, the opportunity that you have in this life to maybe do something that you weren't able to do in that life or uh, love somebody the way that you wish you would have you know, um, not give up like you did before. So I think those are all the ways that we uh, can, can heal them. But it is, it's difficult to, to pinpoint those things. That's honestly, that's why this work is so important. That's why I believe in coaching uh, because it is really difficult on your own to pinpoint where did these blocks start? Where did these limiting beliefs start why do i feel this way you know mm -hmm. um it's deep work it's deep inner work it's so that's a, that's a good segue into how, how you help your clients because there's of course the reading and you're just saying what you're seeing basically exactly. it's not, yes uh -huh. there's the gifting in that right i'm not i'm not gonna do the same kind of thing with somebody because um you know this is this is how this is how your expression right now. This is your gift. But then once you do the reading, now your clients like, okay, well now what? So now you could. Is this where coaching would come in? Now absolutely we implement absolutely. this information. What do I do with it? Absolutely yes. And I have been, um, you know, I'm a certified life coach and a certified uh, health coach. I have my holistic MBA, so I do have a background in. Um, what to do with all of this, right? Once it's uprooted. So I really, I just combined all of it. Like in a, in a session, I will, even if we didn't go into your records, like maybe the first week. And so this would be a coaching program where you would go on for, I have four week sessions, I have eight weeks and I have 12 week sessions. And then of course you could always renew. I've had a client for um, two years was my longest client, but you know, I really just, uh, I use 
all of my knowledge that I have. And I also will channel their guides. I'm, you know, I'm not necessarily channeling my guides. I'm channeling the client's guides, you know, getting, getting on their map. And so we're able to work through the process of what comes up now, what do you do with it? How do you deal with it? How do you move forward? You know, so it is, uh, one reading is wonderful and enlightening and healing and all of that. But, uh, if you really are trying to do some inner work and, and, and make some progress, uh, the, the coaching is, is really the way to go. It's really a beautiful thing because you're able to, um, you know, continue, continue the process. And it's like I said, it can be messy. It can be heavy. So it's really wonderful to have someone there to support you in doing this. Yeah. Uh, I mean, everybody deserves um, companionship, you know, community. Um, it, we're not meant to be alone. We're not meant to do this alone. Yeah. You, you had mentioned, uh, earlier that this point in humanity when we were talking about how the people in your life aren't an accident basically and so when when you said this point in humanity what did you mean by that are we in a special point in humanity from what you've been hearing from from your guides that's different from the recent past absolutely we are in a time of transformation we are in a time of, um, so the way it's been put to me is that schoolroom earth was an experiment. And we came here to learn lessons, to experience duality, right? And um, the heaviness of earth, the 3D, you know, material nature of it. And our senses, you know, our body. And we have been here for a very long time. Humanity has been here for a very long time. And we have experienced a lot, you know, as a collective, we have experienced a lot. We have learned a lot. And from what they're telling me is that we've hit a point where um, we're kind of in graduation, right? Humanity's kind of in graduation. And it doesn't mean that humanity is going away. It just means that we are going to be elevating to a higher, you know, frequency, a higher vibration where there will not be as much suffering. There won't be so much karma, right? And I think that's why this is my work is important right now because we're kind of at the po the point where you need to unload your baggage, right? You need to um, put all that stuff behind you so that you can step forward into a, a higher um, vibration. And honestly, I don't know exactly what that's going to look like. You know, I'm just, just like everybody else. Like, you know, I don't, I don't know what that's going to look like exactly. I just keep hearing that it's going to be wonderful that it's going to be positive. <laughs> so that's what I'm holding on to. But yes, I hear over and over and over again that we are absolutely in a time of change and a, a very important time for humanity. And for that reason, there are a lot of really, really powerful, a lot of really old souls that are in, incarnated at this moment to help humanity mm -hmm. rise to that higher vibration. 
Yeah, that's wonderful. It's funny because you think of it in an eternal perspective, uh, you know, a guy could say, oh, yeah, it's very soon. You know, it's mm-hmm. like it's been a thousand years. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, OK, so that's a good point, too. You know what I mean? Very are we soon. talking like Never five take. years? Are we talking 500 years? You yeah. know, I don't really know, because, yes, their concept of time is very, very different than ours. <laughs> but regardless, yeah. they're like the, the work needs to be happening now. So yeah. so yeah. I just listen to that. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Well, this has been wonderful, Jenny. I'm so thankful that that I know you. Thank you for your gifts to me in particular, uh, not only just being a wonderful, uh, beautiful woman in my life, but also uh, your your gift of your your session that you, you gave me. And then also to the world. I love this, that that uh, we get a chance to to uh, be light workers together with a, a similar cause, opening up our hearts to the world. You know, I've always adored you. So oh, I love you too. So everybody, uh, if you're open, you feel the tug on your heart, uh, get a session with Jenny. It's worth it. It's amazing, especially since she's set up to Im- help you implement. That's the, I mean, I've been to so many things throughout my life that were impactful. And if you don't implement it, then, you know, you're not going to miss out, but why try to redo it? another time or even another life, right? Let's, let's, do, let's do the work and totally take advantage agree. of yes. wonderful healers like, like Jenny that can help you. So, so Jenny Nesbitt, you, you can reach her at metamama.net again, M-E-T-A-M-A-M-A.net. Uh, you can find her at Jenny at metamama.net as an email. And you can find her on Instagram at the meta mama i'll have a links uh, for everybody as well and thank you so much you're beautiful i love you thank you i love you thank you for having me this has really been a pleasure yeah okay well we'll have to do another one of these soon this is fun Absolutely.